0: In Between Sundays episode 4 You're listening to In Between Sundays where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church From your first job after college to becoming the CEO this is a podcast for the other 6 days of the week
1: That is such a head bobbing sound It song. is I love it It's I a- hope I hope if you're listening to this on your on your iPod like while you're working out or something that just all of a sudden you just like you're running you're running and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so into this. Anyway, uh,
0: coincidentally, if you want the song, you can find it on our website, inbetweensundays com. Yes, and, and welcome.
1: Yes, welcome to episode four of In Between the Sundays. Uh, I'm Pat, and I'm Nick, and uh, this is a
0: great show. We've got uh, coming up. We have the uh, a What's My Line. We're going to start that, and we are looking for feedback for it. Where we have a Catholic challenge where we're going to kind of
1: update how we've been doing. We'll ask for people to send us in. Nick got a chance to talk to some of his friends uh, during, I guess it was your game night, about, uh, you know, we all have friends who drift away from the church during college. uh, Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that as well. And lastly, we're we're going to let you guys know, hey, congratulations. It's the year of the priests. That's right. To all the priests. It, uh, it starts uh, June 19th, which is coming up here pretty soon. So. That's right not the year of the ox, it's the year of the priest yes I, I think mine was like the year of the dog or something <laughs> on the Chinese calendar <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the year I was born or something like that I love so. it okay,
0: um, so that's what's in store for the show and uh, welcome so so uh, we're brothers and uh, this is a podcast for young adults to help you grow in your faith and to basically give a Really cool show for what we think is a needed niche in podcasting and in young adult ministry.
1: Just uh, to develop an online community for you guys to gather and for us to gather and to learn from each other uh, about our faith. That's right. So what's been going on with you this week, Nick? Well, it's been an interesting week. I haven't seen you in a while. So I've been busy. You've
0: been busy. Well, we've been playing a lot of board games in the house here. And uh, my roommate's been playing a lot of video games. So I've I've been kind of chilling. It's been real nice. Saturday, I spent pretty much the whole day in the house. I don't think I left except for an hour in the evening to go do some grocery shopping. It was very, very relaxing. I had the whole house to myself. No one was here. I watched a lot of tv and I vegged which was something that was solely overdue because I've been working really hard like the last two or three weeks so you just like walk around in your boxers no, <laughs> no nothing like that uh it, you know I watched about four or five episodes of Jericho and a couple of movies Ah, uh, yes Jericho still working on catching up
1: on that yeah well there's only two seasons so you can only go so far <laughs> that's right <laughs> Pat what have you been up to um well I've uh, I uh well, we talked about this last show, but a lot of weddings. Last weekend was wedding weekend basically. No, I did not get married. I went to two weddings in one weekend, <laughs> and let me tell you, it is crazy. Uh one was down in Wichita with my girlfriend Elizabeth. One of her friends got married. That was uh really nice. The the bishop was I guess she works um her name's Christine. I guess she works in the diocese of Wichita in their office down there, and the bishop presided over her wedding, so how cool is that? Wow. And, that's and really then they cool. had like five other priests. So like this was a this wow. was a serious wedding. I mean like very, very Catholic wedding. And then uh I came back up here, drove back up here on Saturday and went to another wedding of a good friend of mine, uh my friend Will, his sister got married. And uh then just hanging out with friends, just so just a busy, busy weekend and uh worked a pet commercial on monday and then uh, right. and then the rest of the week i'm working sonic commercials so
0: very cool and so. if you want to hear our own version of the sonic commercials <laughs> you can find two promos for the uh, podcast on dot com. i
1: can tell you right now they're not as good as pete and tj are on the uh on on the actual tv commercials so and this is our music for what's my line uh which we just found and it was we thought it sounded appropriate kind of sounds like uh either Monty python or uh, like <laughs> 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 so um what's my line what is this patrick what's my line is a new promotion that we are doing it's a little uh, contest promotion thing so here's the deal uh we would like to have phrases or words that you would like us to say on the podcast. They can be funny, they can be serious, they can be really hard. And we have to fit them into our podcast. That's right. And, and you,
0: where can where can we leave these
1: at? Uh you can email us at info at inbetweensundays.com or go on our website and uh there's a button that a big big white button that has Google and it says call me and it will call your phone and connect it to our voicemail. That's right. And if you use that button,
0: you will be eligible to get a prize for calling us, which will include a holy card and a Benedictine medal blessed by Pope Benedict
1: the Sixteenth. Yes, and once we run out of those, the prizes well, will change to something else. Something
0: just as cool
1: Yes, as getting a our medal price range.
0: blessed by the Pope. <laughs> so, uh, so today we have a couple that have been provided to us by the Ustream audience. Yes. And uh, so we're going to try and fit in the following phrases. So, well, well.
1: Uh, there's some examples that will tell you, uh, one is, are you wearing a wig? That's right. The second one is, uh, which way do you put the toilet paper on? Uh, which by the way, I always do it. So it's, uh, coming off the top, which is the, the right top. way. That is the right way. Cause it gets annoying if you don't do it. And,
0: that way. uh, Jesus wasn't some schmuck from a podunk town, which that's, we're going to have a good time integrating that type of stuff. So, and um, when we do it, you'll hear a sound effect. Yeah. It'll be like a ding. Yeah. Uh Patrick,
1: you mean a I guess that will be the sound. It will be. That that may or may not be the final sound, but it'll be something like that bell. I like that bell. I think we should use it. Alright. It it's better than some of the other sounds. That's the we bell found. That's the bell from an old style microwave. Now they all have that annoying Yeah. So So that is line please. So go ahead and Email us your lines at info at inbetweensundays.com or go to our website and give us a call.
2: I triple dog dare you. know, before this is over, I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me?
0: So welcome to Catholic Challenge. We haven't played this for a, a couple
1: of episodes. I actually. know, I know. It's it's been a little while. So this is actually a check-in for the Catholic Challenge in um, the past couple episodes.
0: Yes. In episode one, we talked about novenas, and in episode two, we talked about exercise. Yep, we did. So the question is: Is how have we been doing? Uh, I have to say, it's I have not done a very good job of praying novenas like I said I would. So, I'm going to have to uh, work on that a bit more. How about?
1: Try to actually fully pray one. How about on the exercising and fitness?
0: Exercising, I've been doing okay. Um, I decided to not go to the gym
1: today, but I ended up working out upstairs in the house. How about you, Pat? Uh, I'm the opposite. I did okay on the novenas, um, and I've been pretty much a failure at working out lately. So the, uh, it actually ended up being uh, the novenas were nice. I uh, our church gave out these cards. Uh, well, mainly actually, the whole diocese gave out these cards to pray novena, and uh, so I went ahead and did that novena with the rest of the church. It was, uh, I think, it was for the Ascension. Ascension.
0: Yeah, that was a cool novena um, so, that they had out.
1: I was talking about you know the novena was praying for. Uh, priests and uh the parish and and diocese to just grow in faith and and spirituality so that i did that but exercising fitness wise i pretty much was a bum so So, uh, we balance each other out kind of so what are we gonna
0: do different or how can we how can we fix this because i like we said on the first podcast uh i said that i kind of pray in spurts i really
1: pray a while for a while and then i forget about it Well, I think the thing was, for me, why the novena was so easy, it was just a card that was sitting on my desk. You know, so during the day I would see it, I'm like, I got 30 seconds, I might as well sit and pray a novena. So, I mean, it wasn't really an intense prayer for me. This was the first time I've ever done a novena, so I guess it's basically just a prayer that you pray straight for, is it seven days? So
0: Yeah, well, they have different lengths as well. So, uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of them that I linked to on our first episode show notes, I believe on the EWT and website that people can go out and take a listen to or take
1: a look at. So, so that was easy for me. Exercise fitness, you know, I got to get, get myself <laughs> <laughs> up off the chair and out of my house and. Well, and, and that's the thing. I've i applaud you because you've been going to the gym without me, and uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Although on Friday, Saturday, Sunday of this
0: past week, I did actually lapse. I didn't go to the gym for those three days. I could have gone to the gym on Saturday, but I decided to be lazy and, as we said, hang around the house.
1: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we got to keep our, each, each other more accountable.
0: So and uh, yeah, so give us a call. Let us know how you've been doing. With the Catholic challenges And we'd be happy to play your feedback on the show Yeah, and also if you have Challenges for us, let us know And uh, so if you need to give us a call You can of course email us at Info at Inbetween Sundays Or go to InBetweenSundays.com And on the right hand side of the screen There's a button that says call me If you type in your name and your phone number Our website will call you And you can leave us a voicemail That we can then put on to the show <laughs>
3: I'm falling
1: and I can't get up. She falls in a well, eyes go cross, she gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal.
3: At the
2: end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea bitten varmint!
0: So, this is uh, uh, Help I'm Fallen, which is a, a part where we actually talk about usually uh, the things in our lives that are affecting us or that uh, are. Helping uh, or keeping us from getting to where we need to be, and uh, actually this week earlier on this week I sat down with two of my friends on our Tuesday night board game night, and we talked about what happens when your friends go off to college, and they come back and maybe they've fallen away from your from their faith and and what what should ha- how to deal with that.
1: Well, and this is something that you and I have talked about quite a bit. um You know, I just graduated college uh, a little over a year ago, and. Um, yeah, you know, I've noticed. You know, some of my friends have. They they do not have the. You know, not going to church every Sunday, and you know, and that's that's okay. But at the same time, it, uh, it's kind of like, well, I I would like to see them at church with me. You know, right? Um. So so it's nice. I, so I guess we'll just listen to uh, you. You talked to a couple of your friends at game night, so we'll we'll just listen to that right now.
0: Okay, we are here with
4: Betsy
1: and Anna.
3: Anna
0: and we this is a, our Tuesday night game night, actually, so this is not a, a normal podcast broadcast. this is actually a interview and we were upstairs and we were talking a little bit about um what happens when your friends go off to college and they come back and maybe they aren't as into their faith as they were when they were in high school so um what what have you guys experienced
3: well, one thing that kind of um turned me away. I've always been a pretty strong Catholic, but one thing that did turn me away was, um, a lot of the attitudes that I met of other Catholic young college people. Um, you always hear a stereotype about young, about Catholics, um, being just kind of almost holier than thou and, and, um, being very judgmental. And I never actually experienced that until college. Um, when I was experiencing it, I was actually involved in a Bible study. Um, I have always been friends with a a very diverse group of people. And because of that, I was asked by one of the other students to not return to the Bible study that I was in. Oh, wow. Um, So that was very uh, kind of a slap in the face. Um, And I decided that You know, if that's how Catholics at my school were going to act, then I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I never stopped going to church and I never stopped being active in my faith. But at the same time, I no longer participated in things like campus ministry or the other um, religious organizations on campus.
0: So for you, you just kept going straight to straight to mass and that was it.
3: Yeah. Well, I was also dealing with a lot of other stuff going on um, and a lot of personal stuff going on and really... Uh, that, that deep faith that kind actually it deepened my faith and it really kind of helped me get through what I was experiencing. So, but I, at the same time, I saw a lot of, um, a lot of my friends, a lot of people that I knew that were young Catholics, uh, really, they didn't have that structure. They didn't have to go to mass and they didn't have to go and, um, and go to confession, things like that. They didn't have anyone watching all over them, checking in. And I think that that kind of just made them kind of like they didn't care anymore. They, and not
4: necessarily that they didn't care, but they didn't feel obligated. I can say that happened to me. I kind of got to the point where I was in college and I, there were several Catholic people that lived on my floor. And so we would go to mass together. And then, You know, someone missed, and then I'm like, oh, well, it's no big deal if they missed. So then I missed Mass, and then my parents weren't there saying that I had to go, and it just was so easy not to go. And then I kind of started experimenting with other religions. We talked about this before. I just ended up taking a religions class for, like, a general ed requirement for school. And so I was looking into a lot of different types of religions in Eastern and Western and mostly Eastern religions. So there are all those l- religions but they're all a lot of them are the same kind of premise I guess it seems like as Catholicism and then you think about it and well you know our our faith was started by Jesus so I mean it's the only one that's really true just because these people don't know about it or haven't decided to go into it doesn't mean it's not real so that kind of actually brought me back to go into church again And I had actually really good experience with the Newman Center where I I went to school and really got involved after that.
0: So was there a point for either one of you where you fell away from the church and maybe came back?
4: Yes, that's, I mean, I did. Um, In a big way, I think I started doing a lot of things just my freshman year in college. And it was all because there was no one there telling me I had to go to class or had to do this or couldn't do that. And I just kind of did everything I could think that I wanted to do at all the time. It was never based on what I should do. It was always this is what I wanna do, so I'm gonna do it. I don't wanna to go to class today. I'm not gonna go. That's just what I did. It was everything was based on what I wanted to do.
0: So what was a big turning point for you then?
4: I think a lot of it was I realized that I wasn't really happy that way. Like it just I would do things that I would think would make me happy, like, oh, you know, I'll go out and party or, you know, I'll go out and hang out with this guy or that guy. But, and I didn't have very good friends that were, you know, my friends were the same kind of people that I actually was at that time, and they weren't very loyal. And, you know, I kind of got hurt a lot by friends that I thought were close friends. And so it just wasn't really working out that well, this whole doing whatever I wanted. So, I don't really know at what point. I don't think there was an aha moment for me. It was just kind of slowly started going back. Um, a friend of mine was active at the Newman Center. They did free lunch on Wednesday, and in college, everything's all about free food. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> True story.
4: I started going, and the man there, actually Bill uh, Bill Kriege, was our um, in charge of the Newman Center there. He's actually at Rockhurst College now, or Rockhurst University, I guess. I don't know. Um, and he was a really cool guy, and he was really fun and active in his faith, and in a way that a college student would be easy, or would be easy for a college student to identify with. So, I just, you know, talked to him. He got me involved. I started singing in the choir because I've always liked to sing, and I got involved on what they call the steering committee. It was kind of like, I'd say like a board of directors or something. You know, we kind of went through different things, and I just got involved that way, and really liked it and realized that what I was doing was not good for me.
0: So to, as we finish out, there, there's probably some people that are listening to this podcast who may have had some people or some friends that they know of that they were really close with in high school, went off to college, fell away from their faith and maybe not be practicing their faith now. So if you could offer them one piece of advice, what would be kind of the one thing that either helped you turn around Or you've maybe helped somebody else, another one of your friends, turn around. And what would you what would you offer them as advice?
3: You can always go back. I think is what I would say. Um, You know, from my own experience, yeah, I did the partying. I did. um, I always I always went to mass, but I did the partying. I skipped class more times than I skipped mass, honestly. Um, But I mean, every time that I realized what I was doing you know, I could feel myself falling away from from my faith at that time. Um, but, you know, knowing that I can always go back, that you can always go and talk to a priest, you can talk to um, someone within the religious life. Um, and the saints were a big thing also, because saints, I think, are easier to identify than directly with God. Um, the best saints are also, also the worst sinners, is one thing that
4: I've always heard. And I really it really is very comforting what i would say for me is um, if you're a fr- like especially if your friend is the one that's going in this path you don't understand as many times as they may say no always ask them to go always ask them to go to mass every sunday ask them to go to something and just ask them every time even if you may get discouraged because they always say no having that opportunity and someone there that cares enough to want you to go back, really helps. So just, if that's your friend, don't preach at them. Don't talk about what they are doing. They know that what they're doing is wrong. They just don't want to think about it. But just keep asking them, do you want to come to this with me? Do you want to go for the free lunch on Wednesdays at the, you know, church group? Do you want to go do this? And like I said, no matter how many times they say no, just keep asking Informal conversations about religion,
3: also. I mean, go to go to a pub and just talk a little bit about, you know, life, philosophy, faith. I mean, that's another big thing because a lot of people think religion of, as very formal, as very rigid. This is what you have to do, and that really, I think that actually scares people more than than anything. And that's why they kind of follow. They talk about how they're spiritual, just not religious. Um, But those impromptu conversations of, you know, talking about God, I mean, those are really, I think those are really important things, especially for young people.
0: Thank you guys very much.
3: No problem.
0: So that was the interview. Uh, That was was a nice discussion, Nick. It was. um, You know, and and we, we were talking on the Ustream while we were listening to this about meeting people where they are. And it's kind of like just you have to start off in a very basic manner it's it's kind of like almost like starting the conversation by saying uh which way do you put your toilet paper on and from there you can actually go and actually have a meaningful conversation because you're
1: you're starting off with something a little surface and then you work to take them deeper and deeper and deeper and by the way again i put my toilet paper on so that the flap is coming off the top. It's the only correct way to do it. If you do it differently, email me. But I, I just I don't understand people who do it the other opposite way. So, Pat, but, but really think? meeting people where they are I, at the Newman Center down in Tulsa. Um, by the end of my senior year, it had definitely um, they're they're grown into uh, some different I would say segmentations, um, of of different kinds of people. There were people who were very devout Catholics and people who were uh, still Catholic, but uh, maybe they didn't go to church every day or um, every Sunday um, or they didn't uh, pray the liturgy of the hours. Uh, that was a, a big thing down at Tulsa. And so it, it really did uh, segment the kind of the, the population at the Newman center. and And sometimes when people would join together, say at a social activity, um, th- th- what people would like their, their, their body language and some of their actions would come off as, um, maybe more scathing than they thought they would. Um, you know, and, and not that they were intentionally that way, but it would happen. Um, and so it wasn't exactly the most welcoming place at, at sometimes, you know, and and for me, my personal view is that if someone's only connection to the church is coming to that Halloween party or to the Christmas party or whatever it is, if it's just a social thing, let them grow into their faith. You know, you have to meet people where they are because you can't expect people to be at the same level of your faith or maybe there are people who are above your faith. So that's, that's just my personal view, um, you know. Our our whole goal is to treat people as Christians um, And treat people as um, As our neighbors and how we would want ourselves to be treated So whether people believe the same thing or not I think that we should still be accepting to them And if people have questions, you know Let's answer their questions Because I do find that a lot of people who um, Especially aren't Catholic May have some of the wrong ideas of the Catholic Church. So, what what are what are your views on this subject? Cuz it is, it's hard when you see your friends kind of uh you know.
0: I I think that's very true. I I would agree with you. And I think we'll, what we should do is on a future episode we can talk about uh, the US Conference of Catholic Bishops put out a document on RCAA which is, stands for the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults. And in there they actually detail out a more or less a five-step process on how to help bring people closer to their faith. Uh, And in fact, there's a a particular person in our archdiocese that specializes in this, and maybe if I pull pull a few levers and a few strings, we can can get him on and interview him, actually have him detail it out, because it's fantastic. We actually did a session with him as a youth minister where we talked a lot about that. But step number one is always you have to start with them And you have to have have a starting point, and that is where that person is at. You can't just go in all guns a-blazing and and say, you know, why aren't you Catholic or or, why aren't you more faithful? Why don't you go to church every Sunday? You have to start where they're at, and then once they either see you or see you as a good example, then they might start following or have some inclinations to follow
1: some of the stuff you're doing. So look for that in future episodes. We'll let you guys know. And, uh, we'll try to do a segment on RCAA, the right of Christian initiation, initiation for adults. Good evening. Here
2: is the news for Palace. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph... Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week.
1: So, a real brief dip in the news. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say there. Uh, but welcome to the news. Uh, we don't really have a, a hip title for this segment. Except we just call it the news. It's the news. Um, the news for parrots. Yeah. Welcome to the news for parrots. First time I heard that I thought he was saying Paris, and I heard it the second time and it made me laugh because he said parrots. Anyway, so uh, June 12th, that is... It's a special in, date. It is. That is this Friday. We're recording this um, on, on the 10th. Thursday, Wednesday, June 10th? Uh, or Wednesday, Wednesday June Wednesday, Sorry, June I get 10th. my dates off. That's okay. Uh, June 12th begins the year for priests, which was announced by Pope Benedict in, uh, in March. Which is cool. Last
0: year was the year of St. Paul, mm-hmm. and so the Pope gets to decide uh, wh- you know, wh- what to dedicate a new year for, and that is... It, uh, w- well, what happens during a, a, a year that
1: the Pope dedicates? Uh, well, it's, it's kind of like uh, the Chinese calendar, you know, like the year of the dog and whatnot. Uh, well, except, except it's, it's, a, it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, what it is, it's known as a Jubilee year. And uh, Usually uh, we celebrate In a certain way I remember there was the year of the Eucharist Where uh, usually after communion They would set the Eucharist out And we would have kind of like a little Eucharistic adoration after Mass Um, But uh, This time it is uh, To proclaim uh, The Saint John Vianney To be the patron patron saint Of all world priests He used to be just the patron saint of just parish priests, and now will be the patron saint of all world, all the world's priests. And he was a cool guy. I mean, uh, you know, he was. There's a seminary
0: after named after him. Yeah, there's also there's also a parish in our archdiocese named after him. And uh, he he was a really interesting saint because he flunked out of seminary multiple times primarily because he couldn't learn latin which was required at the time to pass through i do
1: yeah i understand that it's
0: it's a tough i mean it could be a tough language so what they did was they stuck him in what would be considered more or less an, the armpit of france which is known as ours france <laughs> I, I mean like ours doesn't mean armpit but it was it was so small and it was kind of a real trashy town uh so what happened was he got in there and he started really trying to clean up the place you know he actually came in and uh, on Sundays and he told everybody that the uh the men of the town should maybe be celebrating mass with their wives instead of spending all of their time in the bars on Sundays and uh he I mean he really shook up some stuff which is funny because they stuck in they thought he was going to be this guy who wasn't going to do anything special they just kind of stick him in this small little place and he wouldn't uh amount to much and what ended up happening over the, his period of life was that he just became a confessor he had the gift of reading people's hearts and so people came from all around to uh hear his have him hear their confessions and i believe there's a saint cast on this so we'll include that saint cast in our show notes so if you want to know more about saint john vianney you can listen to that saint cast
1: and uh so this is the year of the priest so we will celebrate that throughout the year and uh, the Pope was quoted as, without priests, there would be no Eucharist, which means there would be no mission of the church. So, um, uh, anyway, so, so the, oh uh, uh, yeah, just quickly, the year of the priests will close on June 19th, 2010 with Pope Benedict presiding at a world meeting of priests in St. Peter's Square.
0: That's going to be pretty cool. So, uh, second thing is uh, actually uh, is the uh, CNMC, which is the Catholic New Media Celebration. And that is a convention that's being put on by SQPN down in Texas. Mm -hmm. Pat and I are going to be there. We're getting real excited for it. And, um, yeah, it's going to be real fun.
1: And uh, last thing I want to let you guys know about, uh, there's a new website I found out called The Pope to You. Um And uh, I believe you have some audio from this website. I um, do. But it's the Pope with the number 2 and then you.net.
3: The new technologies have brought about fundamental shifts in the ways in which news and information are disseminated and in how people communicate and relate to each other. I wish to encourage all those who access cyberspace to be careful to maintain and promote a culture of respect, dialogue, and authentic friendship where the values of truth, harmony, and understanding can flourish. Young people in particular, I appeal to you, bear witness to your faith through so the digital world, employ these new technologies to make the gospel known so that the good news of God's infinite love for all people will resound in new ways, across our increasing technological world.
1: So that's basically the Pope endorsing our podcast. And
0: all sorts of other stuff. There, there's a, actually a Vatican document that was written in, during Vatican II called Intermarifica, which is a document on the use of social communication in the church. And what's really funny is if you read it now, it's written like it was written about Facebook and podcasts and all sorts of way crazy cool stuff. So, it's pretty cool. So, uh, if you go to Pope2u.net, there's all sorts of really cool stuff. I just downloaded the new Pope iPhone application. And that's
1: the number two, by the way. Yeah. Link will be on our site. Uh, And so, I have yet to play around with it,
0: but it looks pretty cool. So, that's the news.
1: So, hey, thanks for listening to In Between Sundays. And uh, go check out our website at www.inbetweensundays.com. Um, you can find all the show notes there with all the links that we've discussed. And, uh, we really appreciate you guys listening and, uh, we look forward to next time. So now you, we'll just leave you with this meditative moment. The song is you are there by Chris
2: white. If I fly to the stars, still your love finds me there. If I dive, In the sea Still your love Finds me there Yeah! Yeah. If I hide In the dark Of the night You are there If I run To the ends of the earth, you are there. Do you know cause you're there?